1: Bradalone's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 328, Feb 21, 2020. 62 degrees on this day in 2017. Boy, we had a nice warm spell in Feb, mm-hmm. huh? And 21 below on this day in 1873.
2: And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon
1: Lake, it's Garage Logic with rookie on production. Chris
2: Reavers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom. And occasionally, Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop.
1: Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Sushire. Why is the Ilhan Omar story in the papers again? Not locally, of course. But the Daily... I think it's because somebody in the Somali community... Has finally corroborated the idea that she did in fact marry her brother. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody get a pencil and paper.
3: Okay. Is this
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Should we be hanging out with a little bit of a little bit of a little Pen of paper.
1: <laughs> Let, let's see if we can of track of the characters and determine why this is important. Uh, somebody named Adi Hakim Osman. Adi... Who we Facebooked. No, we didn't Facebook. We emailed. Messaged. Uh, yeah, Kim. I want you on the show, pal, but maybe Ad- you... Ad- you know. Kim Hakim what? Uh, Abdi Hakim Osman, O-S-M-A-N. He is the first person to go on record to speak of how Omar said she wanted to get her brother papers so he could stay in the United States. All right. He,
2: also, he blogs for a site called Zerta Shek, S-H-E-K-S. H. Abdi Kahim Osman? Yes, and that's how I messaged him.
1: It has long been rumored that Omar and Ahmed Elmi are siblings. Let's get Ahmed Elmi on the paper.
2: Ahmed Elmi.
1: He's the alleged brother. Ahmed Elmi. Uh, But because of lack of paperwork in war-torn Somalia, (laughs) proof has never been uncovered. Osman said she said she needed to get papers for her brother to go to school. We all thought she was just getting papers to allow him to stay in the country. Omar was married to her second husband, Elmi
3: yep right
1: in 2009 she was married to Ahmed Hersey in o two. 2 So she married Elmi the alleged brother right
3: yeah
1: in 09 in a Christian by a Christian minister that, that apparently is germane to this <laughs> okay she was first married to Ahmed Hersey in o two 2 in a Muslim ceremony before they split in 08. Hersey. But she later had another child with Hersey while well, legally wed to Elmi, who was alleged to be her brother. Osmond said, when Hersey and Ilhan got married, a lot of people were invited. It was a big Islamic wedding uniting two large clans in the community. He added, when she married Elmi, no one even knew about it. Hmm. Elmi's the alleged brother. Okay. No one knew there had been a wedding until the media turned up the certificate years later. How much time do I want to spend on this? Uh, did she? She's Ilhan Omar arrived here with her family in 1997. She she became a U.S. citizen in the year 2000. I don't think any of that's in dispute. She's a citizen. Welcome, yes.
3: welcome at this point.
1: So, did she do any? If this is true that she married her brother in order to get him to stay in the country,
2: is that would that cost her her citizenship? I don't think so. Earlier, I well, looked up crimes that will prevent you from receiving U.S. citizenship. Yeah, but she's already but she already, she's already a citizen. Correct. And that that does not fall under that category.
1: If you marry a sibling, is that called incest? Or is incest the act the of act. sexual?
2: The act. Uh, so, then yes. I looked at the, the legality ladder. of incest in the United mm-hmm. States. In all but two states, and the special case of Ohio, which targets only parental figures, incest is criminalized between consenting adults. In New Jersey and Rhode Island, incest between consenting adults, 16 or over for Rhode Island, 18 or over for New Jersey, is not a criminal offense, though marriage is not allowed in either state. But again, so there's
1: nothing that would uh, cost her her citizenship if, in fact, she pulled
2: off these shenanigans to keep her a brother here. In Minnesota, persons near of kin to the actor, than first cousin, whether of the half or the whole blood, with knowledge of the relationship. And that would fall under sexual intercourse. So why is this a story? It's a story
4: because if it's true, it shows her nefarious character. So I just Googled immigration fraud, and uh, one of the questions, you know, they ask you questions uh, you can click on. Can you go to jail for marrying someone for a green card? The answer, uh, an individual will be charged with marriage fraud if they entered into a marriage for the purpose of evading U.S. immigration law. This felony offense carries a prison sentence of up to five years and a fine of up to $250,000 applies to both foreign nationals and U.S. citizens who perpetrate this crime, so okay, that's it, where it, she
1: would fall then. Yes, right. felony. Yeah. But it would again; it would not cost her, her citizenship, but it might be a
2: a, a a criminal act that could cost her a fine and or jail. Correct. But, but if she committed that, you said, Kenny, it's a felony. Yes. If she committed that felony, would that then have prevented her from becoming a congresswoman? Oh well, it would. She'd be kicked out, wouldn't she? That's
4: that. For for once in your life, you asked a good question. Thank you. Wow, that was a mean show. Okay,
1: second time (laughs) in his life. (laughs) That's better. Yeah. When was the other time? Osman's revelations. (laughs) He being the local elder in the Somali community. I don't know. Is he an elder? In fact. I mean, is he an old guy, this who? Osman guy? Oh, the, Abdi the one that, the whistleblower? Yeah, the
2: whistleblower. Uh, I, Osman. I'm seeing his photo on his blog. I would <laughs> guess he's in his late 30s, early 40s. Well, then I won't call him an elder, but he's, uh, he's
1: speaking apparently uh, on behalf of the Somali community. And he said these revelations are sure to renew calls for an investigation into the Minnesota freshman rep who has repeatedly refused to answer questions on her marriage to Elmi. Well, maybe we're getting closer to what's at stake here. Uh, her, her marriage to Elmy, if in fact that took place, and if in fact that's her brother, and if in fact it was done for purposes of circumventing immigration laws, then she committed a felony.
3: Right.
4: Of course, she's already come out and poo-pooed this. I think right. today, actually. Or wait, is it the 20th today? 21st, yeah. 21st. Yesterday.
1: She originally said the idea that spouses were also siblings was baseless, absurd rumors. And she's just accusing anybody who comes up with this of Islamophobia.
2: That's a pretty easy card to play. Yeah, that's a good card. Uh, yes, you in the back. So on this blog, it's a Facebook page but by he, Osman? Yes. Yeah. Um, he wrote something yesterday about this very story, right. which then I'm assuming was picked up by the Daily Mail. Uh, it sounds to me like the Daily Mail actually ha- has been in contact with the fellow. Okay, so here's not what
1: he... not that the Star Tribune would be or of the course pioneer not. press.
2: Uh, fi- uh 15 hours ago he wrote the following he wrote it first in english uh f- anyway i'm going to declare under perjury of law that i have not received one single penny from anyone to discuss elon omar's issues she is a pathological liar who has lied about many people in different elections ilhan has lied to the people of america specifically the poor somali people Who trusted her to be their helper in Congress? Wow. She lied through her teeth to elderly people who stood in line for hours to vote for their dreams, which they saw in her. She has disappointed them and I. This country is ours. We love America. It is our job to defend it, and I will do everything to protect it from someone who despises our country. We are united in all faiths and colors. To continue to live together, okay, in. Okay. Why isn't he running?
1: Okay, God help me that I'm finding myself the ombudsman here on behalf of Ilhan Omar. But what what is it that she is supposed to have lied about?
2: Well, this was someone that was close no, to her No, I understand, campaign. but what what, what well, lies is she alive? He doesn't
4: name those lies. What, what is lie. she lying about? Does he name any lies? No, he doesn't,
1: but I'm... The this, only lie I can come up with is that I... She might have told her community, "I really love this country," and I think we're seeing evidence that she doesn't.
2: Well, I was just going to say, isn't, hasn't that been your entire right. gripe with right. uh, whatever? Gripe is the word. Gripe with her yeah. since she took office
4: is the lie, simply that she is not representing their interests. And she's, uh, in and he's fact, right. re- representing yes. her yes. own... Maybe that's it.
2: And I'm
3: sure, because at meeting, she probably was saying, I will fight for you. I will get you more right. benefits. Her
4: right. spokesman
1: told the Daily Mail that Omar does not comment on her family or personal life.
4: Well, that's convenient.
1: It is, and also convenient if she is, in fact, trying to, to, to ward off an accusation of a felony, an accusation of a criminal act. Is that she'll scream Islamophobia? Right. She'll be. She'll play race card, victim
4: card, black card, well, Muslim card. Uh, let's...
1: She'll do anything she wants right. to. Talk right.
4: about your sources. Where, where are you getting this? Because I'm, in fact, looking at a Washington Examiner piece. Right. Uh, where Where have you been doing your research? Well, this who's in, covering this story? The The Daily Mail. And who else? I thought you also off the air mentioned Drudge, or oh, were it, they? Drudge, just... Drudge is carrying the Daily oh, Mail okay. story. All right. All right. So the the story is becoming more widespread, and more and more people are covering it. But now. to what end is uh, I wonder? No, are we, will Are, we, are we
1: wasting our time worrying about who she married? I, I, I've said before on the air: who she marries is not my problem with her. Well, it is if she's convi- that's true. That's that. So that what what must be I- at issue is: did she commit an illegal act in marrying her brother? However, allegedly.
3: Right. Enter into a false marriage. And is that
1: what she's trying to build a wall against? Is she trying to. She's putting up that Islamophobic wall, and uh, journalists are mean, and you're white people, and you have no idea what
4: you're talking about? Yes, that's exactly it.
1: Well, okay. Well, what's important then is that you very well could have a felon representing you in Congress. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, then who would be the one to prosecute this yeah well where's it where's it go from here Sue? that's a great well let's let's see if we can figure it out let's see if we can figure that out uh because then you may
3: be looking at mike freeman and
4: yeah is it a local level thing or is it fbi is it uh immigrate ice right it could be federal but just because of
3: that uh has to do with the immigration
1: you want to do a timeline and see if that helps us yes she gets here in 97, 1997. In O two, she marries Ahmed Abdesalan Hersey in a religious ceremony. 02, but, you said? Yep, but it is not recognized legally. In 09, she married Ahmed Elmi in Eden Prairie. Okay. In 2010, he enrolls in North Dakota State U for studying fine art and lives with Omar. 2011, Omar claims she and Elmi split this year, and when he went back to the U.K. In 12 I'm sorry, in 2012, Omar and Hersey have had their third child. Elmi is still in the U.S. Okay, see, I have, that's why we need a scorecard. Elmi is the first guy she, no? Yeah.
4: Elmy's the second guy she married. Right. Hersey right. Is, is the O9. first guy. Is
1: Elmi the brother? <clears throat> yes. The alleged brother? <laughs> yes. Right.
4: All right. And Hersey is who she married in 02. Correct.
1: In, in 2017, she divorces Elmi. That's the alleged brother.
3: All right. They were married in 09 and then divorced officially in 2017.
4: In 2018, she marries Hersey. Legally this time. Uh, in a civil ceremony. Because the first marriage was not recognized, you said. In 2018,
1: the marriage is brought up during Omar's campaign for Congress. She denies it and has largely ignored it because of the lack of proof around it. Uh... In July of 2019, DailyMail.com reveals Omar and Hersey have separated and she's moved into a penthouse apartment.
4: That's uh, after allegations. That's what this
1: guy Nate, with, that's with her consultant, Tim Minette. right? Uh, this woman's a house wrecker, isn't she? Yeah, we'll see
3: she gets around.
1: In August of last year, Minette's wife filed for divorce, claiming her husband had professed his love for Omar. In early October, uh, Omar formally filed divorce from Hersey the guy she married who wasn't her brother. Right. In November, Omar is granted the divorce from Hersey. In December, Hersey marries... Uh-huh. In December, Hersey married a pediatric nurse named Ladan Ahmed. I don't know why we need to
4: know right, that. That's a quick sure. turnaround for him. Yeah. And also
1: in December, net is granted a divorce from his wife, Beth. I
4: I, I don't know where
1: wow, to take this. Wow, sounds like a
2: soap opera. Which sibling, Joe, would you pick, probably? Dad, I... I
3: yeah. Oh. You got a gun to your head. You got to...
2: So no,
4: wait a second. <laughs> um, stop. I'm I'm stopped. Elmy, is he still in the country? Because uh, you said he went. He went, went to back the, to the UK. So, I don't know if he's still in the country. So is all of this moot?
1: That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that if
4: he's not here, what's the
0: point? Yeah.
3: Who gets in trouble if the if they were convicted? Both of them. Ah. Uh. Oh, you would have to because it would be
4: both. But what, of them were-, what we're gathering here is that she married her brother, Elmy, in order for him to gain citizenship so he could go to college in Fargo or in uh, North Dakota, right? Mm-hmm. And then they divorced in 2017. Um, at some point, you said, I don't remember when he had gone back to the UK.
3: 2017. So they
4: married illegally and they divorced legally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the what, only thing of what, interest to me wow, here—I'm wow. I, I, having a deeper thought. Jesus, and I had this thought on the Garage Logic Service Road of Life last week, and I'll, <clears throat> I'll explain it to you. The only thing of interest to me is has she conducted herself in a way that would get her removed from Congress?
4: Well, if in fact, yeah.
1: It, okay, and here's my observation: uh, because she is of the Mysterian left, uh, well. Do you remember the Minnesota legislator who we had on the air? The guy runs a shoe store down near Red Wing. Right. And he took up the Ilhan Omar yes, financial yes. case. Right. And, and Yeah. And he didn't yeah. get anywhere. Is there a... Let me start over. Let me start over and see if I can make sense of what I'm trying to say. In St. Paul, the, uh, the political party is so dominantly left that they're getting away with whatever they want to get away with, because mm-hmm. there is no check on them. Right. And what occurs to me is, nor is there a check on them from the state legislature. The 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 St. Paul delegation is of the same mind. So so there's no adult at the legislative Overseeing level yes. to come back to St. Paul and say, hey, 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 you guys got to rein it <clears throat> in here. This is your, this, your, you're getting out of control. Out. But they're all of the same ilk. They're all of the same mind. Is that, And I think we're witnessing that with Ilhan Omar, that she is uh, uh, in an environment of people who so uh, wish her to be where she is yes. that there is no, there's no hand from above that will come and have a come-to-Jesus meeting with her. And what happens when you call her out on that? What are you? I'm an Islamophobic. And I'm you're... a racist. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a racist. But there's no adult above her that, that apparently wishes to come to her and say, we have to have a meeting. You, oh, the,
2: you, you broke the law. Didn't they try that? If, in fact, she broke the law. Well,
4: there's got to be, that person has to be in place. That it, Just, who is that person? Is it Mike Freeman? I was
2: going to say, is it Pelosi? Well, here we go. Is it Pelosi? From, it's got to be Pelosi. From
3: Senate.gov, Article 1, Section 5 of the U.S. Constitution provides that... Each House of Congress may determine the rules of its proceedings, punish its members for disorderly behavior, and with a concurrence of two thirds, expel a member. Since 1789,
4: the Senate has expelled yeah. only 15 of its members. It's not going to happen.
1: No. Of course, no. not no. going to happen. Of course no.
4: not. Because she'll turn on them and call them Islamophobic. Unless she, in fact, is
2: investigated, prosecuted, and found guilty, then they don't have any choice. But you know what this could do? And this is coming from the very people, the one I just read. Yeah. This is coming from the very people that voted for her. Yeah, Is the, a story like this going to affect the thousands of people that put her in office?
4: I have no idea. I, my suspicion is no. Well, you know what I see happening, and this is all just the fabrication of my own insane brain, is all of these Somalis dropping her like a hot potato, but all the white liberals in Minneapolis and Minnesota continuing to proper i don't opinion. think
1: you're on the wrong track there i don't think you're on the wrong track uh, because it's 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 virtue branding to say i'm supporting ilhan and you know, it's
2: not being covered locally no. we had to go to the daily mail to get this story
1: and and in and, and and in the world of identity politics she might be the most bulletproof woman in the country oh boy you're right because that's the world we live in we don't live in a world now of of truth and valor and integrity and morality we live in a world of you you will be judged by who you are not how you behave or what you've done so she's bulletproof she's muslim she's black she's right. a female she's an immigrant uh
4: she's she's got every every box checked has this story gone beyond the press i mean what i mean is uh, are there any sort of investigations whatsoever Or is this just the press? I
1: I was under the impression that there is an FBI and ICE investigation, but I have not heard anything of it since I initially read that
4: such an investigation was taking place. Here we go. I can answer my own question. Last month it was reported that the FBI was investigating evidence that suggested Elmi is Omar's brother. Omar called the accusations disgusting lies uh, last year during her campaign.
1: Right. Well, you know that if presented even with evidence... Presented with the truth, if it could be discovered, she's going to deny it. Right, right,
4: yeah. And plead not guilty, which, you, you know, that's par for the course.
1: Well, if, uh,
4: well she's been busy this week
1: like with out. the burn. Got a lot on her mind. Nevada. <clears throat> well, she's been busy. Uh, let me read you something from Santa Bill.
4: That, will that, if in fact, oh, this won't play out before the election, the presidential election? No, There's no. no way this. So that won't affect Bernie and her endorsement of him. Yeah, lately
1: or most most recently, she is calling for criminal in- indictments to be brought against the uh, recycling plant in Becker. She wants them cited mm-hmm. for criminal behavior. Sure, uh, I'm not necessarily uh, sure that I disagree with her if they violated uh, the safety rules that would have prevented such a toxic fire. They oh. ought to be called on the carpet for it. Did okay. they, in fact, though? I don't know that. Okay, don't what was know. the last thing that she did? She wanted the uh, she wanted uh, VA medical facilities to be
4: open to everyone.
1: Oh, I disagree close. with
4: that. Oh, even the veterans don't like the well, VA. Right, exactly. <laughs> let's take care <laughs> have, of our veterans first. Well, I No, mean, wait. Have you read anything the veterans say about the VA hospitals? It's, well, Isn't let's bad. go to a veteran.
1: Sanibel Jim. Damn, Joe, I was so pissed off about the congresswoman that I forgot my point. She is claiming that she has PTSD because of our incursions into the Middle East. Next, she says we should include all in the GI Bill. Next, she'll want everyone to have access. That's what it was, the GI Bill. I'm sorry. Next, she'll uh, want everyone to have access to the VA medical facilities. Of course, she also supports Medicare for all. I have a rare cancer that was caused by Agent Orange for my tour of duty in Vietnam. Am I whining about it? Not no, but hell no. All that moron has to do is go to a VA hospital or clinic and look around the lobbies or waiting rooms. She'd see old guys limping around and dying from the crap they suffered from doing their duty to our country. I see most of our younger soldiers at the medical facilities with missing limbs, not just limb, but limbs. Has that dumb anti-American ever been inside a VA medical facility? Doubtful. She wants to dilute the limited funds that go to the VA by spreading it across the entire population. I have words to describe her actions, but they are not what you would care to repeat. Her and her ilk want to bring us down. Too many have gotten too much to allow her and her kind to prevail. I'm so damn upset this morning that after reading the news that I must take a swim and have a beer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the after-swim beer. <laughs> yes.
1: Cold here today, only low 70s, but back to the 80s by the weekend. I know you love that sort of reminder. Yeah.
2: Speaking of that, um, did you hear about the new Bernie Sanders drinking game?
3: No, what is that?
2: Uh, every time the Bernster mentions a free government program, you chug someone else's beer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh.
2: The burnster.
1: <laughs> it is amazing that the that the rule of law, and this can be applied across the board, white, black, yellow, red, blue people, Republican, Democrat, Green, Bernie, whatever. It's amazing to me that the rule of law is being replaced by political identities. And that, uh, that How your, dangerous is that. Yes. That your political identity is trumping truth and trumping law. And trumping moral and ethical integrity. And and people are getting away with it. Not just Omar. Many people are, are getting away with their behavior because they, they can hide behind a protected political class that they've helped create and identify. It's another layering on of how the political class leads a separate rail from the rest of us.
3: Bring back Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan, who didn't agree with each other, but they
1: got along. Did you know Omar went to Edison High School? I didn't know that. Did not know that. Mm-hmm well it's a big story but i don't know that it's a big story because i don't know that it's going anywhere no it won't absolutely won't and the only story to be mined to be investigated is if in fact she married her brother which would have been illegal
3: Hmm. i still don't know though if they see the document that says here it is there's the marriage certificate we're good uh, do you think they w- would do anything? do you think they would act
1: on this? or is it just the a daily mail printed printed the,
4: print the <clears throat> certificate if if the so F-
1: what's at issue is was she or his brother or not right And if she
3: was and they have that it's certificate not,
1: their marriage is not in doubt their marriage is not in doubt. That's on record okay right. What's in doubt is in what she denies is that that man is her brother
3: yeah and th- and they say they can't figure it out because war-torn Somalia doesn't have right accurate exactly records to exactly it. exactly and he was born at Saint Joe's but
4: Matthew to answer the question if they do in fact discover that he is the brother and that she did conv- uh, commit marriage fraud Pelosi and company they have no choice but to react they have no choice and they're, and they're none not going whatsoever
1: to, you think Nancy Pelosi is going to uh, 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 Cite a call to action based on a, a, a United Kingdom tabloid
4: newspaper story? Uh, no, not until there's a conviction. No, there will there ha- have to be a conviction.
1: And you know the Washington Examiner will pick it up. You think the Washington Post will take a look at this? No.
3: Is it a is it a scandal o- of what level we on one to ten?
1: Well, if in fact she married her brother, yes. For purposes of allowing him to, to remain in this country, she committed a crime. And that's... It's not a crime that would necessarily cost her, her citizenship, which is legitimate. Okay.
3: She was already a citizen. But
1: it's a crime that would have colored her credibility to be a political figure.
2: You would think. Right. But she wouldn't be the only one with a checkered past that's in politics.
3: But she might be the only one that married her brother. I don't think Trump's ever sisters. married
1: a sister. I wasn't referring no, to Trump. I don't think any of them have ever married a sister. Wow!
2: Didn't know I had a sister. Didn't know I could. <laughs> okay. In
1: fact, what the what the left loves to point out is that Omar has been a citizen long before Melania Trump.
2: Yes,
4: that, that's true.
1: And, and none of the laws, I looked all this
4: stuff up. I love how they turn that around. Isn't yeah, that awesome? Yeah, yeah. Just turn it right around.
1: And none of the, <laughs> I looked this up. Jeez. None of what she is alleged to have done would have affected her application to become a U.S. citizen because she became a U.S. citizen legitimately and lawfully before any of this stuff long happened. long time
4: right. ago. Right. So if anything, she'll go to prison or be fined like any other U.S. citizen. Yeah. In, in theory. In theory. And I
1: don't think it'll get to that point because nope. because she is protected by her political identity. You just got my Hey Siri going. What'd I do? I don't know. You said Hey
3: Siri or something similar.
1: I didn't say Hey Siri. <laughs> well, well, you you, heard you got it. Well, you got some voodoo going on <laughs> no, here? I don't know no, what the hell that is. You said Hersey. 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 Hersey.
4: Hersey. Horsey. Siri. Hey Siri. What do you want? Shut up and do the show. Well, now we're distracted.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay.
4: So where are you going with this, Joe? I'm yeah. going nowhere with it. Yeah. That's just... And, uh, and the, and the
1: news gathering institutions, generally speaking, do not have in their employ hungry young people... Who want to get to the bottom of things? If getting to the bottom of a thing violated their proprietary sense of political identity, yeah, I, it, I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't know this. I'm very uh, eager to be proven wrong. Uh, I know for the fact the St. Paul paper is just it literally it would be a manpower or woman power shortage. There just there's not many reporters left. Okay. I keep meaning to take a picture of the newsroom for you guys. Yeah, yesterday, I want to see it. Yesterday, no, yesterday, they, were tape, yesterday they were taping and sheetrocking. And and so it's literally just a room almost like <laughs> this.
4: But this could be considered, you know how newspapers have turned inward and they cover more local issues than national. This is a local issue. Yeah. I mean, this is worth putting somebody on. And I don't think the Star Tribune has in their employ
1: uh, reporters who... have it in their makeup uh, oh. to to take on. Uh, well, I hope I'm wrong.
4: I think the problem with the Star Tribune lies in the editorial That's board. That's exactly or what whoever, I was uh, say. You'll have to tell me who it is. Whoever assigns these sort of stories to reporters. Because there's no who, who way. to be an editor? Or okay, but a, here's what I would do if I was the editor. Assignment editor? Here's what I would do if I was the editor.
1: I'd, I'd handpick one or two people, and I would say, I want you to get to the bottom of this. I don't care, we're gonna find the money to fly you to Somalia if we have to, we're gonna do whatever it takes, but this is all you're gonna do for the next three months. You are going to find out if in fact she married her brother in in what would have been her second marriage. You're gonna find out if the guy she married was in fact her brother because
2: that's a crime and I wanna print that if she did that. But never having worked in a newspaper. If you have someone in Ilhan Omar that's unwilling to speak to anyone in the press, how are you going to get That's to why the it's going to take it? three months because you're going well, to about, you're gonna uh, have to do
4: everything without her. What about TV journalism? I, 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 I mean, what if we put Coles or um, one of the other channels investigated with journalists on it? No? All right. No. All right. No. I, I, well, you'd think Glenn Taylor would get behind
3: that,
1: though, on the Star Tribune. I, why, side. why? Why? What's in it for. No, it's, it would require, you know, Woodward and Bernstein again. What do you mean? Why did Woodward you put... and Bernstein, if you look back on that, I don't think they were so eager to undo Nixon because he was a Republican. They they grasped onto that story because that was the meat and potatoes of journalism.
4: Yeah. I don't think they... That's what I've always gathered. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I, even though they are on the left side... Um, they I, might I, not even have been at the time, right? But they certainly have grown into that
1: leftist popularity. Thank you. That's what, yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's what yeah. I'm but are, saying. But would
2: and I know we're picking on the Star Tribune here a little bit, but why why wouldn't they? Just because if they were to uncover a story of this magnitude, it would be all over the country,
4: and it would improve their street cred immensely. I I couldn't agree more. Uh, I could.
1: It could be a Pulitzer. If you yeah. find if you find that this woman violated American law by illegally marrying someone alleged to have been her brother. And it turns out he was her brother. You know, you got a Pulitzer-type story there because you might effectively be able to remove her from Congress.
4: Instead, you know what they'll do. They'll trot out the obligatory story about it, buried in the, you know, midsection. Um, and throughout the article, they'll they'll write, it'll say, citing uh, right-wing conservative sources. They'll, I think also... poo-poo it with their wording. Well, plus their current answer would be, we have done this
1: story. And they have. They've looked at this, and they've essentially just repeated what Omar has told them, yeah. that this is false. The yeah. only reason this is news again today is because you've got this fellow in the local Minneapolis Somali community who is saying, yes, she did marry her brother. That guy is
2: now the
4: focus of attention.
2: Yeah. Joe, I'd do it, but I'm in Fort Myers. And
4: as far as the uh, examiner, <laughs> you wouldn't here, know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the examiner goes, they're not they're not giving us any new information. No. This piece, I think I'm the reading. examiner's playing off the mail, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. and the mail's playing off. Oh, s- the
1: report of this guy. Well, what's his name again? Uh, Abdi, right Abdi Akim. Hakim Osman. 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 A- Osman. And we Akeem have reached Osman. out to him, yep. and he probably doesn't know us from the
2: man in the moon. I gave the complete introduction as to who we are, who we work for. Um, and why, Why again, do, do we, do we uh, want to believe
1: that he finds this important? Why is he speaking out?
2: In looking at yeah. some of the past work that yeah. he has done, he. I, I think he's... Perturbed by the way she has treated those that got her elected. Well, that's another
4: aspect that needs to be investigated. What you just asked. What's your motivation? Yeah. You know, what why are
2: you why you? 'Cause some of the stuff he's posting I, I can't read. What do you mean? Because it's written in Somali. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Oh. So oh. I, I, I I don't know what it means.
3: Right. right.
1: That's Hawaiian. That's Mahalo.
2: Oh. <clears throat> well Yeah. But the people, because he posted this same column, the Daily Mail thing that you're reading from. Yep. He posted it to his own personal page. Yep. And There are hundreds of comments by so you, people that so are furious with her.
3: You don't think he's an army of one? You're seeing other oh, yeah. Somali names that, that are, are just saying, as mad with her. Uh, uh, Osman, we agree with you. Yep. You're, you're right.
4: Who wrote the piece in the Mail? So which is, and would it be worth getting a hold of that reporter? <clears throat> find out what that reporter's sitting uh,
1: by on. martin gould in minneapolis well for god's sakes it's kenny you you should
2: have bugged me before i find not him we 35 rook. minutes of the show yeah <laughs> god damn it
4: you're like my wife even though you're wrong i'm wrong <laughs> right?
2: it's it it a 50
1: 50 90 rule
4: <laughs> rook martin conventional gould
1: g-o-u-l-d
2: Got him. See. G-O-U-L-D. Right. Yeah.
1: G-O-U-L-D. Martin Gould so in Minneapolis. Just a stringer, maybe. Yeah, but a stringer with about a 25-page piece here. And a stringer who got a hold of Abdi Kahim Osman mm-hmm. is the first person to go on record to speak of how Omar said she wanted to get her brother brother papers so he could stay in the U.S. And it has long been rumored that Omar and Ahmed Elmi, our siblings, but because of lack of paperwork in Somalia, proof has ever been uncovered. I, I have a, I have an Wait. interesting question. And I don't mean it facetiously. How could she get an enhanced driver's license? Hmm. She can't prove a birth certificate. That's
3: a good question.
4: Because it's been been lost.
3: That's a really good question. I don't know how everybody's picked up his story. This story, by the way,
4: uh, if she has a passport. I believe that'll work. Yeah, that'll work. Well. <laughs>
1: All this makes me want to ride a fat tire bike. Want <laughs> <No, I don't>. to <laughs> well, give me a fat. T- and leave. I got another note from the guys out in uh, Phoenix. He sent me pictures of the bike uh, that his wife got, and he again said, "Damn it, I wish there was an EcoFun Motorsports out here because that's where I would have purchased this bike." And he's got it for his wife, and he sent
4: he, pictures. He highlighted something I've witnessed. And it's a Bentelli. He highlighted what I've seen. People that ride these electrified bikes, mm-hmm. God, they look happy.
2: Yes. They
3: look so happy. Yeah, so you don't have to pedal if you don't want to. <laughs> yes.
4: EcoFun Motorsports is in downtown
1: Forest Lake, right on Highway 61. You can't miss it. Uh, and let me tell you, right now, through Saturday, Feb 29, is a year-end clearance sale on all Bintelli e-bikes. This will be the lowest price of the year you'll ever see on a Bintelli e-bike. Beat the spring rush. Get out to EcoFund Motorsports tomorrow, Saturday. It'll be beautiful. It's supposed to be in the 40s. You could, it'll be nice enough to take a test drive. Hell yeah. Stick it in your van, your car, take it home, wait for spring, or maybe you even have streets that have been plowed. But these are fantastic. you got the bum <laughs> knees or something like that. You don't have to stop riding a bicycle. Like Kenny says, I've only seen happy people riding electric assist bikes, and Bintelli's are the best. Tim Bloom and his daughter, his daughter's a teenager. She's about 16 or 17. She's a nationally recognized expert on Bintelli e-bikes. She she's knows been, everything. She's been flown around the country to give talks and go to seminars and the whole really? deal. Yes. Cool. She's she's the one. And uh, right now, through uh, through Saturday, Feb 29, a year-end clearance sale is underway at uh EcoFun Motorsports, you will now experience and enjoy the lowest prices of the year on all Bentelli e-bikes, EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake.
4: There's an unwelcome sight in the neighborhood. A developer is being greedy. There's a hole in the sky where a tree once stood
0: such a lack of life and sound all that's left is bare muddy ground tree was murdered. What? what?
2: This is the, uh, oh, you were gone last down. Friday. Yeah. yeah. This is a special request, the tree murder song that we played from the Seattle City Council last week. Wilbur came in and sang a tree murder song. Take
1: that song it's hurting, down! It's hurting
2: my ears. <laughs> I don't
4: ever want to hear it again, ever. I'm, I'm waving to get the music out of my face. Play some music. We can't. No, we're
1: starting. Here we, we go.
4: I need music. Oh, for crying out loud. Now give me a liner. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Here's There's a man. The, the earth is not your mother. You the the Joe story. Suchere show. So, we only took a brief break there, and what we discussed is something we really love about clients when they tell us what they want to. To, uh, want us to focus on, and that's the case with dkmags.com. They got a hold of me a couple of weeks ago and said, We've got this great, great ma- handgun magazine loader, we've got it in store, we're willing to give demonstrations. And if you're a GLer, if you come in there and shout to the heavens, Hey, I'm a GLer, you're gonna get this GLer only discount of $29 plus tax. It's a really dandy price, and uh, from what the guys at dkmags uh, are saying, It's going to be one of the best uh, handgun magazine loaders you'll ever pick up. So if you've got a problem with yours, or if you're like me, you tried one years ago and you thought it was a joke, get in there because this price probably isn't going to be around next week. I'm not sure, but I know they've got something else in mind for our product next week. So if you've ever been thinking about one of these handgun magazine loaders and you want a good price of $29, check it out. But I mean, they're DK Mags. It's a small little shop and they've got... Wow, do they have firearms. Everything you could possibly think of. And if they don't have it in store, have them order it for you. Uh, They've done it for me, uh, and they come in a week or so later, and it's absolutely wonderful. These guys at DK Mags, uh, they're regular guys. They're regular GLers just like us. Uh, And the great thing is they've got another location, Monticello Pond and Gun. Uh, So you've got two options there. Uh, And, of course, the website, DKMags.com. They're located in New Brighton. Just off of, is it Old Eight? Yeah, yep. Old Eight. Old Eight. Old Eight. Old Firearms, ammunition, accessories, holsters, cases, tactical lights, suppressors, and on and on and on. An awesome part of the GL family, Monticello Pond and Gun, and DKMags.com. Stop it! Stop it! They won't pay us if you play that. <laughs>
1: My friend Dan Kelly, the editor of Bulletin Board and the Pioneer Press. Yes, it's also online at BB Onward. Dot com. Very it's a familiar. lot of fun. Uh, he's a Harvard grad. I give him endless grief about that. Is he that. really? I didn't uh, know that. Oh, yeah.
3: You don't seem that smart.
2: <laughs> wow, Rook. He sent me a piece
1: from the, the New York Times that truly is the end of the world. Uh, this is a piece for the use of personal pronouns like they, them, Z, her, H-I-R, uh, at the Kennedy School of Government. And it's written by Anna Mona Hartacolis. It's dated Feb 19. When was that? Two days ago. Two days. For generations of future diplomats and cabinet officials educated at Harvard's renowned John F. Kennedy School of Government, Orientation Day has come with a name placard that the student carries from class to class so their professors can easily call on them. When Diego Garcia Bloom, 30, got his placard last fall, the first year grad student immediately took a sharpie to it, writing he slash him next to the big block letters of his name, Other students did the same thing, writing she, her, and they, them. Yep, day one, Mr. Garcia Bloom recalled, adding, that's when I thought the students are ahead of the school. But despite its reputation as a bastion of the establishment, the Kennedy School followed the students' lead, agreeing to provide clear plastic stickers this semester with four pronoun options that students could apply to their name cards. He, him, she, her, they, them, and Z, her, H, I, R. I think it's valuable, generally speaking, to challenge the norm that you can assume a person's gender based on appearances," said Raven Graff. Raven, Raven, what's up? You, what you, what bleep you know about is that Raven? a foghorn. <laughs> what up, Raven? Said Raven Graff, 25, a non-binary student at Kennedy, whose pronouns are they/them. As young people who have grown up with a more expansive concept of gender identity bring those ideas to college classrooms, universities have responded in varying ways with some professors and schools quickly accommodating a... Wi- <laughs>
4: <Get> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank yes. you. We, we as a country sure know how to sweat the small stuff, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness.
2: <laughs>
4: uh, not done. <laughs> There's more. more. There's a couple more. Got more. They call him the Shredder, yeah. Joe Sushway.
1: <laughs> Bleep you, Harvard. There you go. Reporting <laughs> is not what it used to be. Well, reporting, reporting is, is not. not well, both it. both, it. both Reavers it. And, and Olson wanted me to be uh, terribly aware of this story about uh, what are continued absences at Minneapolis Park Board meetings. Uh, so they can't have the meeting. Oh. And they can't approve
4: contracts, and... Uh, and I, I have to take the blame, the sole blame for this. I, I'm the one that made him print that and give it to you. Uh, but it came to me via an emailer, um, he, and he was concerned about why we're not getting things, and, anything done.
2: And I read it, and I don't understand why you're not seeing the outrage here. Okay, okay. I'll explain that. I think, ah, I think that's... I don't know that I'm
1: outraged. outraged. I'm man, citing this as another worry, example right? of bad reporting. Okay. Wednesday evening scheduled meeting of the Minneapolis Park and Rec Board lasted 15 minutes before Vice President LaTricia Vita announced it was canceled. It was the second time this year that a meeting of the leaders of the city's park system did not happen because they lacked a quorum. A Jan 29 special meeting was canceled after only four of the nine commissioners showed up. Some worry it will happen again. This has to stop, Vita said. People voted for us to do the work to make the decisions and attendance is important. The canceled meetings have pushed back board approvals for contracts, invasive aquatic species work, and a new lease for superintendent Al Bangura's residence in South Minneapolis. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry, who has had to ratify park board's work said Thursday, he has noticed many instances of delay this year that have prevented him from signing off on parks matters. Uh, goes on to say Vita, who was supposed to lead Wednesday's meeting became because president Jono Cowgill, was on a long-planned vacation," said Bangura. "And Bangura is concerned, given the time his staff members have spent uh, preparing for the meetings. Uh, four park commissioners from both meetings—Londell French, A.K. Hassan, Kale Severson, and former President Brad Bourne—they're uh, not showing up. One time, some. My point is, nowhere in the story does it tell—I'm willing to believe this is all some political backroom maneuvering here, mm-hmm. uh, but
4: we don't know why.
2: I think just merely the fact that they're not showing up for— Yeah, but
1: we
4: don't know why. Other commissioners see the absence and lack of notice as an effort to undermine Cowgill's leadership. Where have you seen that? Is that in the paper I'm reading? The Star Tribune. Yeah, uh, bottom of the fourth graph, last paragraph, fourth, graph, fourth uh, column, excuse me.
1: Bourne called the accusations that Commissioner skipped meetings for political reasons the epitome of disgusting. So Bourne denies that. What hell story are you reading? Same one you have. No, Nope. Mine's out of the Star Tribune. So is mine.
3: You get an earlier version? Maybe my, point,
1: the- my point being, if these goofballs, these adult children, are playing games because a, a, a certain number of them are in opposition to this... Cowherd or cowgill or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, why are they an opposition? I don't know I don't why know. they're it, behaving
4: this way. It, it seems like the whole thing. There's just spir- uh, spiraling. I'm, I'm
2: going to help you. I'm going to help you. When you serve on a park board, it's a part time job. They make about 13 grand a year. I get all that, but I know people that have served. You know exactly. No, it's. I just looked it up. Oh. When you when you get your calendar for 2020, you know exactly when the meetings are. Right. So when the, I'm on vacation, that's that's a BS excuse. You mm-hmm. know when all these meetings are supposed but to be taking place. It was a long place. planned vacation. Long and, planned.
4: And one of them uh, was on some medicine because they he or she just had surgery. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. But uh, this is the same group that's proposing uh, screwing up Minnehaha Parkway. Exactly. Right? the same you group know? that renamed Calhoun. A- yeah. And they're fighting amongst themselves and now they're not getting anything done and now I, the, the boy mayor is actually upset with them. I,
1: I guess as a taxpayer in Minneapolis what I would be curious about is why are you conducting these games? What What, what is at stake here? <laughs> for what purpose? Well, for what purpose are you behaving childishly?
2: But isn't childishly. doesn't this fall right under your being important rather than useful? Well, of course it does. But I I don't know why. All mm. I want is some clarity.
1: Yeah. I want somebody to tell me that there are certain uh, half the park board disagrees with the selection of Cowgill uh, as the president. Okay, why? Well, what? We don't get that. All I wanted was some outrage. That's right. Well, you're getting it. <laughs> you're getting it, Kenny. Yeah. There's some stealing going on.
4: Uh, in my neighborhood? Yeah, you're damn right there is.
1: Cliff Geppert told Orlando Weekly, that he has uh, gotten all fired up last year after a barista barista booted police from a Starbucks in Arizona because the customer didn't feel safe because the cop was in there. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Well, he and a buddy named John Tatum are going to open a politically and socially conservative coffee shop like the Krabby Coffee Shop, yeah. a place where customers can discuss their <laughs> points of view and wear MAGA hats if they want so, without fear of reprisal. So do
4: we need to get a hold of our lawyer suit?
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> called
4: Conservative Grounds. Uh,
2: That's a great name. Wow, the
1: Conservative Grounds Coffee Shop was born and it's opening this Saturday in Largo, Florida.
4: I oh. proposed and I don't I know. think we should be there. I
1: don't yeah, know I... if you
4: endorse this proposal, but I propose that we never, ever, under any circumstances, bring up politics left, right, center, or whatever at the Krabby Coffee well, Shop. Well, I don't want to I hear do it. not want to talk politics with anybody when I'm at work at the Krabby Coffee Shop. No, but
1: if you want to talk about it in, uh, in the Krabby Coffee Shop, you can. But I sure as hell, if I'm running a
2: shift, I better
1: not hear it.
4: Okay,
2: yes, <laughs> yes. I better not yes, hear it or you're yeah, out. Yeah, whispered murmurs right. in the
4: corner. <laughs>
1: okay, Rook but,
2: and I are going to go with just a visit. Look at, look at where Largo is. We're just south isn't it on Cle- the Keys? Just south of Clearwater. Yeah, we can handle well, that. Well, then it's not in the Keys. No, No, it's up higher. Well, there's a Key Largo. It's just east, uh, or excuse me, just west of Tampa.
1: Mm, 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 mm Lot of water. The a shop's idea. Twitter I... account says it's a place where rational, conservative, moral, God loving people can congregate without the scourge of liberalism.
4: You think it's gonna fa- uh succeed? Yes. I, I think it especially probably especially there.
1: Yeah. Uh conservative grounds was created to be an alternative to the typical liberal coffee shop. They're gonna welcome the military, the second amendment, pro life, God, a rational way of life. Uh, Besides its selection of coffees and espressos, the shop sports a replica of the White House's Oval Office, cardboard cutouts of Trump and Melania Trump, and... uh, Fox News, <laughs> televisions, and welcome signs for concealed carry holders. Wow. Oh, they got it all covered, don't they?
3: Virtually guaranteeing themselves they'll never be robbed. Well.
1: Customers from all backgrounds are welcome at conservative grounds and that the shop's investors are diverse in terms of race, gender, and sexual orientation. They'll be aggressively opening locations throughout 2020. Wow. I think they're on to something. I think, they, well, we'll find out. They'll, they'll never crack the market share of the Krabby Coffee Shop.
4: We've got the, this area covered. As for the Krabby Coffee Shop, we don't care if you uh, conceal and carry or open and carry nope. or not carry at all. Uh, but on the back wall behind the counter, we've got one of those old pirate blunderbusses.
2: Oh, yeah. Big, <laughs> big
4: funnel on the <laughs> end of the muzzle. Hold on
2: here. Does Largo have a spring training field? Oh, Probably yeah. not. Oh, well, Clearwater. We can go to the Phillies. Oh, sure. So we got it. See. I'm down. You so want then... more of these best beers? They're, they're, oh,
1: they're, yeah. They're yes. just wonderful. Yes. Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you. Perhaps the best beer I ever had was the first one my son purchased for me after he graduated from college
4: and was on his own.
1: Uh Uh. The I got a raise beer. (laughs) Uh Uh. Hail the Flashlight King.
3: Hail you.
1: Good day, Mr. Mayor and Dummies.
3: Yep, sub dumb.
4: <laughs> it's, it's a
1: stuff. storied tradition in GL to run a bit into the ground. So, with that in mind, I'll offer one more ice cold beer that hasn't been mentioned yet. It comes after a long tour overseas. Following an eternity on the pleasantly uncomfortable flight back stateside, you drop your bags on the floor and ass on the couch. Mm. You've been awake for days and your body is operating in a different time zone, but she opens the fridge and hands you the first beer you've seen in a year and says, welcome home. I'll probably wait just as long for the beer Kenny owes me. (laughs) This is signed to Chief. This is from Chief. P.S. P.S. That first beer home is usually followed by a look similar to the one Joe mentioned he has never received from a woman.
2: (laughs) Not just Joe, by the way. Right. right. We we
4: were over at Bale's for uh, Reaver's little beer show thing. And on my way out, I walked by Chief and said, thanks for not bothering me. (laughs) Here's Bill Stein. I've
1: had some thoughts on the best beer ever. When I was young, the best beer was from a keg of Schmitz on a hot summer day with a beautiful girl at a beach party, maybe at White Bear Lake or Troy Beach on the St. Croix. As my life broadened, I would say the best beer after was a hard day at work in Haiti, a cold prestige, the local brew, ice cold from the gas-powered refrigerator. It came in those squat bottles like Shells used to have. You have to. You had to hold the bottle up for a look to rule out the odd mouse, cockroach, or spider oh, that may have accidentally been it. bottled too. Oh, wow. In Haiti, they have occasional manifestation or roadblock protests. They would cut the road, as they say, because he he always would go down there and do charitable dental work. Right. Uh, Uh, They would cut the road, as they say, and set a bunch of tires aflame. Then the protesters would hide in the brush and toss beer bottles at the stranded motorists. The people would never throw prestige bottles, only Heineken, because there was a deposit on the prestige. Oh, (laughs) man. Of course. Of course. Okay. Uh, And then I have two letters, uh, two uh, emails of admonishment uh, that I have to read. Okay. Uh, Also, uh, Anna in Matamidi writes that Warren Stralo was the goalie coach of the 1980 Olympic team. Hmm. I knew that. And so she contends that uh, Matamida has a vested interest in that club well, 40 sure. years ago. Yeah. And she also notes that Warren was her high sc- uh, her social studies teacher at Matamida. Yeah. Hmm. She said, I think I watched the game at the dugout. She's referring to a, a saloon in Willerney. A saloon? Bu-
3: uh, a saloon? Better a saloon? <laughs> Uh, Hans
1: writes, Initially, I was not going to email, but I couldn't bleeping take it anymore. Regarding the validity of Stop, Question, Frisk, which is the actual name of the policy, the press just eliminated the question part. As far as I know, none of you witnessed the policy in action, so I can only assume that you don't know exactly how the policy was applied. The fact that more black and brown people were stopped is not de facto evidence that it is a racist policy, and anyone who believes that is not a deep thinker or or a liar with an agenda. As far as its effectiveness, Height read something stating it was essentially ineffective regarding certain types of crime. However, it is my understanding that after the policy was enacted, the murder rate of New York City dropped from over 2,000 per year to a low of around 350. Since statistically speaking, black and brown people are murdered at a considerably higher rate than white people, the policy would have saved a sizable number of their lives. It appears you guys have bought into a leftist trope. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I did try to get that sentence on the show yesterday, and I think I was poo-pooed by Height. I said, didn't the murder rate go down after the introduction of stop, question, and frisk? Although, the, the, as he notes, the press has turned it into stop and frisk. Sure. And Let's get Height
4: on the phone so we can chastise No.
1: It. One more letter of admonishment. <laughs> Joe, I fear you and the team have let your objectivity slip. Please don't let the fact that Amy is from Minnesota cloud your otherwise good judgment. In short, quit being a homer. This has been going on for some time and I've held my tongue. However, after your response to the recent debates, it has gotten to the point where I must speak up. Don't think for a minute that she is not woven of essentially the same fabric as the rest of the Dems. Witness the Green New Deal. Only out of sheer desperation to differentiate herself herself, due to her poor middling position in the middle of the pack, she has adopted this moderate false front. Were she to be elected, she would quickly realign to the left template so fast it would make your head spin. Don't be fooled into thinking otherwise. You can't change your stripes that fast. Although politicians are more adept at it than most, you can't change who you are at the core." Have you forgotten her shrew-like behavior with her staff? She clearly feels she's on a different rail than the rest of us. In the debate, her answers and actions were awful. Granted, the group of talent that the Dems have trotted out so far is uh, far from stellar. Still, you shouldn't give her more credit than she deserves. Go back and look at the debate. Her conduct was horrible. She ran from the truth, was full of posturing and portraying the victim mentality. Did you not see her attempt at playing the poor me card, referring to her attorney husband having to do their taxes in a feeble attempt to portray herself as some sort of working poor, and you're buying it? You are eating it up and washing it down with leftover Kool-Aid. Boy, this guy's tough on us, on me. Regarding her gaffe or not knowing the Mexican president, didn't you notice? She knew the question was coming, yet she still had to refer to her notes twice to get the name right. You cannot have missed that. I know that's what politicians do. They try to cover their tracks, but don't give her a pass. Believe me, I'm no Pete Buttigieg fan, but he appropriately questioned her on this, pointing out that she can't have it both ways. That is something she should have known, and to dismiss it with the wave of a hand wasn't right. She quickly accused him of calling her dumb when he did no such thing. Thus, Klobuchar demonstrated something. On the one hand, she wants to stand in there with the big boys, but when she doesn't get her way or when her cover is blown, she quickly pulls out the poor me being attacked behavior. Well, either stand in there or don't, but don't play both sides of the fence. Perhaps uh, because her father was in the newspaper business, you feel some additional allegiance. Oh, that, boy. That is, no, and, no, I don't.
4: He's way off guard there. <laughs> yeah, well, off I the mark. There. No. I work with Klobuchar. <clears throat> yes. and let me tell you something. Uh, no. No. Notice. Thus,
1: I believe you have succumbed to the demise of most good sports writers. You have become a homer. You Jeez. should know better. Good heavens, you are making Sid look reasonable. Wow. And like less of a homer than you have all become. Still a loyal listener, Keith.
4: Is Keith casting? He, he's fishing, right? Well, he's, he's trying to get a reaction uh, out He's just here. We get these letters, Such, every time we say something about Klobuchar that isn't a hate-filled rant. Well, it's like GLers will not us al- not allow us to talk about Klobuchar I believe, in a sane, civil
1: manner. And I believe my official mayoral position on Klobuchar has always been, she strikes me as slightly less crazy than the rest of them.
2: Yeah. Which is like saying, he's the that's tallest dwarf. F- that's faint praise. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, <Right>. That's <laughs> faint praise. Can, but
1: she is less crazy than Bernie and Elizabeth. Yes.
4: Can anybody here name... All four names of the Mexican president. I can't. No,
3: Mario Caracaro. but it's got a. Escuela. Andre
4: Manuel Lopez Obrador. 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 Hmm. And Obradi, even Obrador. even if I knew that mm-hmm. name, yeah. I would have to refer to my notes. I would have had it written on my hand. Right, yeah. to read even it. though You just told
3: I, me. I still can't repeat it. I know. Right. Uh so Vincente Fox. Fa- yeah, I got that. I got Vincente. I, Fox. So you can't
1: fault
2: her for that. Nope, let's go get hey, Patrick. Uh, really quick before Rookie tells us about Jack's Cafe, yeah. uh, I have one more best beer that I forgot to forward to you. Fine. It's from Rob M. Yep. Joe and Dummies. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you, but the best beer ever is, we just took down the Russians in the 1980 Olympics beer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, I don't doubt that By one. By the way,
2: uh, I can't believe the amount of great feedback we got from the McClanahan interview yesterday. Well, he's a. he's. Wow. You know what he is? He's one of the guys.
1: He's one, one of the guys. Of the guy. He's
2: one of the guys. He's oh. one of the guys. I listened to it twice yesterday. I'm going to memorize it.
3: Mm. You know who else is one of the guys? Billy Kozlak over at Jack's Cafe. I'll tell you, for 85 years, he's the third generation. He purchased it from his pops in 2000. So he's been running it on his own the he last 20 uh, no his dad screwed him over i'm sure <laughs> really bad no like like
4: any good father <laughs> like would, good father would <laughs> after
3: that many years in the business no i will tell you that billy is a top class, individual. I've known him since high school, and I'll tell you, he's running a great operation. They've got a lot of detail, a lot of pride in their service, and they know that you work hard for your money. So when you go out for a nice meal, you want a great value, you want great ambiance. I I think you're a little too
4: close to him. You've known him your whole life, and you're going on and on about this friend. How are we to trust you? Let me put it this way. I've known the guy for about six months. Got it. He's a good guy. All right, that
3: is Kenny Olson's endorsement. It rarely happens, but you've got Jack's Cafe, and Kenny has been there. And I'll tell you right now, when you go to Jack's, you're going to be treated to the finest meal, the greatest cocktails, and you can probably get some pretty good craft beers there as well. Sunday brunch is coming up. Call for details at 612-789-7297. And remember to ask for the Rookie Date Night menu, the VIP menu. It is a four-course meal for less than $100. Several different choices, but ask for the menu by name. Online, jaxcaf Book your groom's dinner or your wedding at Jack's Cafe in Northeast Minneapolis. Tell them that the Rook sent you. jaxcafe.com
0: Recently, you were inundated with countless home and auto insurance ads around Super Bowl time. Did you really listen to these ads? What were they trying to tell you? They are on your side. Let's hope. They've seen a few things. That's obvious. I truly don't know about you're in good hands or double check. What are we checking? They are only one company with one agent. No options. All of them. No options. Call the Canopy Group. Our message is clear. You get 16 companies and 20 professional agents. As home and auto insurance needs change, the Canopy Group will help you find another insurance company to meet your individual needs. No fancy ads, just the simple promise of providing you the best insurance company at the best price, year in, year out. New clients enjoy an average savings of over $600. Call the Canopy Group at 800 967 3389 or visit the Canopygroup.com. The off gets checked by Ramsey. The McLenahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the
1: game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Unbelievable. Greatest sporting event of the 20th century. Yeah, but the
0: 20th century is over. Let's get over it. <laughs>
1: Jeez, Let's Russia. get out with our lives. Oh, wow. 40th anniversary this weekend. Yesterday, son. right? Yesterday? No, tomorrow night is February 22nd. It was a Friday, February That's 22nd, they okay. 1980. They beat okay. the Ruskies. Sunday, yes, they did. They beat February, the Finns. I, no, they beat I the they Ruskies. Fins. Pat, to get into the gold medal yes. game, they had the Miracle on Ice, beating Russia. Yes. on Feb 22 on mm-hmm. Feb 24 at 11 a.m. Sunday morning Eastern time they played the Finns and
0: beat them 4-2 to two. Mm-hmm. now but I don't think that it was like you're playing the gold medal game right it was standings wasn't it standings back then so it wasn't like a bracket was it you had to like come eight. out
1: of, you had to survive your group
0: Yes, and then okay. So Finland was a, okay. There was eight teams, and then it was know, a gold did, medal, Pat. It's been it's been scientifically proven. I, right? I know, but I was thinking it it, it was like you Patrick, you ended up with the most points Patrick, in the let's, standings. Let's let's just get
4: down. Let's get to the bottom of this.
0: <laughs> they beat the Czechs in the Patrick, first. Patrick, right? behave what?
4: yourself. Yes. This is yeah. an important question. Why? The rancor. Why? I don't have any Why? rancor. I find it it's very 40 years. amusing. No, 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 no. See, amusing
0: is rancor. No, no. it's you need amusing.
4: To, you look inside of yourself, and I. You have to tell us the true, real reason for the ranker. It's been forty no, years. Was, You've got to admit. I, I know just, the answer,
0: Kenny. You were an urchin. You don't hardly remember. I was fifteen. Okay, but the patriotic fervor was what I thought was hysterical. I, you know, the the accomplishment cannot be denied. Herbie Rope doped him by playing, had his team play like a bunch of asses in New York Madison Square Gardens no, against he the t- Ruski. Are you he, out of your mind? You are out it. of your You're mind? He hostile. tanked it. He tanked it. There's no <laughs> oh. doubt about it. He tanked it. And he wanted to get the Ruskies overconfident, and he jumped them and won, and it was you a fantastic accomplishment, accomplishment, but the patriotic fervor... <laughs> listen, I've always thought patriot over-the-top patriotism is nonsensical, and this was the most over-top we've ever had. Oh, my God. my word.
2: At Patrick underscore right yeah. yeah. so
0: You knew It's a good her- thing there wasn't any... Oh, I knew Herbie. And I imagined it, so, Herbie. Yeah,
2: but
4: you knew him. You knew there was no way he would tank anything ever. <laughs> oh, no,
0: bull, bull! He lost to what? Ten to two? Wasn't Ten to three? Pat, 10, Ten to three? three. Right. Come on, boys! Let's go out there and give them more goals. They think Jeez. we're We're they think we stink? <laughs> It was Muhammad against. uh, It was the Rumble in the Jungle. It was. It was the Rumble in the Jungle. You're just mad because
1: Edgerton beat somebody in a high
0: school (laughs) basketball tournament and didn't get enough attention. No, (laughs) today I'm now. Today I'm now. The last couple of days I've just been agitating. I'll admit that. Really? Yes. Yeah. I know it. How about
3: a couple of decades, not days? But I
0: did write at the St. Paul paper. Man, I can't imagine the per fervor we the emotion we would have had if they'd been playing Luke and Bach, Texas instead of the anthem, because everybody was wearing cowboy hats. Now, you could get away with that because I was writing for the St. Paul Dispatch, which was virtually invisible. And, uh, and uh, you know, you didn't have Twitter or you didn't have, you know, Internet or anything. But I still got enough nasty letters hoping that I died I and stuff like that. you would have been set
2: on fire if Twitter was back then. Oh, God, yes.
0: It would have been fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It would have been you unbelievable. The, you're, the most troubled, you're the most troubled man I have ever no, met. No, 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 no. And I did this on Twitter today but i uh that was one of the most glorious events of my life when i got the do you believe in miracles in norwegian and put it at the top of my column at 84 and happened to run into herbie either that night or the next night and got my rear end reamed well, in it fact, was funnier you, on, now
2: on twitter you said he called me a bad name you know
1: <laughs> yes, I, I gotta say something i hate to well, defend patrick but Uh, We had Rob McClanahan on yesterday. Uh, Yes. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, I hear he was great. i got to go listen
1: to him. He's a great guy. But here, he he said Herbie never did one thing that wasn't planned. Yes. So there's some credence to your philosophy, but i got to tell you one quick McClanahan story, Mm -hmm. because this was obviously planned, and McClanahan never did get to the bottom of it, because Herbie died just as the players were beginning to – have a warmer relationship with them. all right? First game, they play Sweden in Lake Placid, mm-hmm. and McClanahan gets hurt in the first period, early in the first period, yeah. first shift maybe. Got terrible contusion on his hip, and mm-hmm. the uh, trainers take him in the locker room. Takes his stuff off, and it's, he said it was like pouring hot water on ice. It's, he was just really inflamed. He couldn't move. Herbie comes in and just reads McClanahan, the riot act, calling him every name in the book. And McClanahan <laughs> said, I wanted to punch him. And, yeah. then, and then Herbie went out into the hallway. McClanahan followed him into the hallway, still saying, I'll play when I'm damn ready to play, and you're not going to tell me when to play, saying this to Herbie. Uh-huh. In the meantime, the Swedes are coming off the ice, and they're going into their dressing room down the hall, and they all stop and watch this. And, and <laughs> <Glenahan> <laughs> said, they must have thought we were completely crazy. And I bet oh, yeah. there was some method there for Herbie to, to get yeah. that message oh, across. Yeah. He's,
0: he was an, he's an emotional version of Bud Grant. Mm-hmm. He never did anything that wasn't planned. You know, there's no, you know, there's the my favorite Herbie ever is he's mad at the he's coaching St. Cloud State and he wants to turn him into a division one school and he hates the River Falls coach because he's a you know, he, he coaches thugs. Right. Yeah. So Herbie brings his St. Cloud State team down there. I can't remember what the name of the guy was. It was a oh, local guy, a St. Paul guy, I think, coaching him. But Herbie, this, the, the Huskies come out, I believe, for the second period and start a riot. And it's basically, there's guys, it's an old-time Broad Street bullies, big riot. And Herbie is not out on the bench. He claims he got locked in the locker room. Uh-huh. And he wasn't, uh, did, if, he, if he'd been there, he would have stopped. That, oh, but, yeah. But you know damn well he opened up the door and said, go kick the crap out of those guys. I'm hiding in here. So, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How's it yeah. in the fort today? A little rainy Cold. For you? Oh, cold. that's a shame. I feel bad for that. It's, it's
0: blustery and cold, and the poor gophers are uh, going to be arriving here in about an hour and uh, playing tonight, but not exactly what they expected. And they also, uh, the twins are not a... I don't know why they bothered to fly this team down here for this game when they have nobody playing tonight. Uh, they' I mean, that's in they—they're starting their seed team and then they're bringing guys over from the minor leagues to fill it out. So, uh, and the pitchers are none of the, you know, none of the you know, Dobnik starting, and he'll probably end up making the team. But well, uh, they have a good crowd for that one, Pat. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe three thousand, four thousand. I don't know. They're going to give John Anderson a plaque before the game and uh, oh, cool. and honor him. Ravers but, is uh,
1: crushed that it's not on TV. I, I thought
0: it
2: was on TV. Not What's on TV. The
0: deal well, here. well, this would be like having the Fort Myers Mighty Muscles on TV.
2: I, I uh, don't give a damn. It's baseball, and we still <laughs> have want a game. Oh, is I, the
0: game is the Bradenton game
2: on tomorrow? The I one Sunday is on TV, but tomorrow's game is not. Okay. When we play All the Jays, right. the hated Blue Jays, on Sunday.
0: Ooh, yes! Yeah, so the Blue Jays coming down from Dunedin—they'll bring a fine club. <laughs> 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 they uh, there's not uh, not not much early on. Now, hardly anybody brings their players. Uh, you know what seems. you
2: could do, Patrick? Uh, our guy Jake Patriska signed a deal with the Jays. I bet he'll. Oh, be really? in, I bet
1: okay. he'll be on the bus down to Fort uh, Myers. He probably will. Hey, probably Pat, is will. Patino's job in trouble?
0: Uh, i would doubt it but i wouldn't bet against it Coyle is uh coil is uh you know he's a like, he can't be happy no he cannot be happy because they had fourteen thousand against iowa right mm-hmm. yes and everybody said wow look at this enthusiasm they announced nine Ooh. uh on the game on wednesday right yeah. right Reivers. yes that means seven right
2: well, I know because I, I drove through there leaving here, and it was not trouble getting through campus. Wow. That before the game started, how about a
3: trade uh, Saunders for Patino?
0: <laughs> yeah, that both teams lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those trades both teams got screwed on. Did they
2: give him an extension after the the after they beat Louisville yes. last year? Yeah, uh,
0: no. I think it was the year before. It was that. the year before, okay. but I think he's. This is year two of a, uh, of a 4 year. It's cost you two million to fire him. Right now, it's his only headache. Though the hockey team is soaring, the oh, football my, team Moscow. is soaring, and Louis made a hell of a hire, Mosco. Mm-hmm. Louis hired him. That's right. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, the the hockey team's playing great, and the uh, you know football team is. Uh, is uh, you know one more year at pj and then he's going to a southern cal but that's
4: well let me uh, steer to something a little less controversial jojo rabbit sounds yes. like you really like it tell me about it
0: uh, joe did you watch it
4: i haven't yet
0: uh, I've I, I had
1: people tell me that they couldn't stand it and they turned it off. Yeah, I've heard
4: both sides.
1: and well, both sides. I
4: think I trust you more, Pat, but
1: tell me, he's tell a, me what
0: uh, it is. A Scarlett Johansson is mom, and she has a 10-year-old boy who is being trained to be a Nazi. And uh, this is near the end of the war. Things aren't going good for Germany, but he's all in on Hitler, and he has an imaginary friend. Hitler is his imaginary friend, and he's got an 11-year-old buddy Who's uh, as as ill prepared for war as he is, and then uh, he discovers that there's a young Jewish lady up in the hiding up in the a- attic that his mother uh, Scarlet, who works for the underground, as I said, is uh, hiding her, and he begins having discussions with her because he he uh, first of all he wants to rat her out, but he's he's talked out of that, and then he's uh, it's and it's uh, it's wonderfully written, and it's a it's a uh anti-hate satire is what it is and it's uh, huh. it's it's wonderful and but you know i I'm sure that uh you know some people uh probably uh turned it on and thought they were seeing a kids movie or something I don't know it's it's really good and the, the directors uh, that watch or whatever his name is he's done some stuff but he plays hitler too and as i said on twitter oh twitter this was pretty good uh steve Walsh is a guy who's been following me on twitter and i've been following him for years and i sent out a, a response tweet saying hitler's pretty good too which is something you don't yeah. say often no, no. and then and then i said uh i don't know something else in there so Wall said he saw he read this just standing alone and said so this is how it ends <laughs> 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 you know, which i which i thought was as funny as the movie no i if if you guys don't like the movie i'll be shocked I I like I am it. going to see it on your recommendation. It's a uh it's 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 so well written and some of the lines are some of the lines are fantastic and this fat little eleven year old is sent off to war in his paper uniform <laughs> you know, his, his buddy, you know, and uh, the the things are not uh I gotta give you this one line which I loved that the the kids are walking through the rubble and they and and Jojo's buddy says to him this definitely is not a good time to be a Nazi. <laughs> they, they got the Russians coming and the, US, the Yankees coming and the Brits coming.
4: I've got one more. Such is highly recommending The Two Popes. Have
0: you seen it? No, I haven't yet, but right. I almost watched it last night. No, right. but anyway, I apologize to all zealous patriots who still weep for the 1980 Olympics. But it was kind of no fun. No one is wept. Oh, my God. Nobody is, you know, nobody, but it is still fun to make, it was still fun to make fun of the patriotism. We Sorry. don't
4: accept your apology. <laughs> okay. We will not
0: accept that. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully we'll all around to talk about the 50-year anniversary, right. but I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, my
1: goodness. Uh-huh. Hey, temperature's soaring this we weekend. Grilling? We're, we grilling? Grilling. Okay. We're, well, we're grilling. Well, for grilling Grunhawk. We ain't going to have Kenny come over and put a wiener on a screwdriver and heat it up with a propane torch. That he bought at the gas station. No, you're going to Gronhofer's old-fashioned meat market at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. You're going to load up. It's going to be a great grilling weekend. Uh, While you're there, you might as well pick up 14 kinds of summer sausage, including Mm. wild rice cheddar, dill pickle, pickle,
3: you can get pickles. There. I can say pickle. You can get a gherkin there. Garlic,
1: cranberry, wild rice, jalapeno, hot pepper, cheese, mm-hmm. pre-made, oven-ready, meatloaf, steaks, ham, bacon, double uh, or smoked salmon. The jerky will gnaw on till you get to your car. <laughs> and uh, 130 different flavors of lean pork brats that must be grilled. Uh, you will enjoy this place. It's become the Garage Logic Meat Palace of life. Mm-hmm. Of life. Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats on Highway 61, just at the north end
2: of Hugo. You can't miss it. So I got a question for you.
4: Right.
1: Yeah,
2: are we are we wrapping or are we are we going to another segment here, sir? I got to tell you one more story. Oh, I put my computer away. But you won't need it.
3: You'll need to pay attention. You won't need. Beautiful. It. Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's just do that. All right. today
0: is friday t-g-t-i friday.
4: it's a scramble
1: what do you smell right now spring spring
4: i smell a cigar
1: really my staff alerted me to this story from a magazine called Fast Company, which is a monthly American business magazine
4: uh, that examines the future. And this was uh, emailed to me by a friend of mine, Scott Wolfe. And it's a story. Well, you got to hear it to
1: believe it. It's nearly impossible to manufacture a modern product without the use of fossil fuels. Even if the design doesn't use any plastic or other fossil-based materials, most transportation still runs on gas or diesel, and most factories still run on power made with natural gas or coal. In a new project, the European, European energy company Vattenfall decided to see what it would take to make one item, a crib for a baby, in a fully fossil-free way.
2: Oh, okay. All right.
1: We wanted to see whether or not it was possible in 2020 to do something like this. If something can be done totally fossil free, says Anouk (laughs) Vinstra-Igifs, who helped lead the project at Vattenfall. The good news is that it's possible, but it's also very challenging. The wood used in the crib came from a tree cut down with an electric chainsaw. Well, but you had to get electricity to run that, didn't you? An electric chainsaw. A technology Um, that doesn't yet work quite as well as a chainsaw running on gas.
4: They might mean a battery-powered chainsaw.
1: The tree needed to be a bit thinner than usual, which also meant that you have less wood to work with and makes you more creative in the design, she says. So Anouk is a woman. The tree itself was chosen because it had to be cut down due to disease. Well, of course, they wouldn't have harmed a healthy tree. The wood was delivered to a mill on an electric van then processed at a sawmill using green electricity. We don't know what that means. Could that mean it was solar-powered, I wonder? Maybe. The mill? Maybe. For the crib's bedding, the team initially considered using cotton, but then realized that because they aren't yet fossil-free options for transporting cotton from other countries, it would have to use local flax which was hand-woven into linen using a loom. Hmm. Wool that normally might have come from South America or Australia came from a Dutch island called Texel via sailboat. The steel industry is notorious for using large amounts of energy and can't easily rely on traditional renewables. So the tiny piece of steel in the crib's logo came from a lab that ran on hydrogen to make the world's first steel without fossil fuels. Wow! Vattenfall worked with a mining company and steel producer in Sweden to test a system using hydrogen, which was successful. A new pilot plant is now under construction to make steel at a larger scale. The first small piece used in the crib was delivered from Sweden by electric train and electric car. It's not a scalable way to make a crib now, and it took the team months to locate the right materials. Uh, it's also a way to make the transition away from fossil fuels more tangible for consumers. The issue, for, uh, the issue of climate change and themes like CO2 emission reduction are such theoretical, enormous themes that are hard to grasp. Veenstra-Igifs said. I say it's Idgifs because her last name is capital I, capital J." and then small case FS.
4: Yeah, that's I've that's never, weird. never seen anything like that. If you look at the objects
1: that you use on a daily basis, like the toothbrush that you use or the pajamas that you put your kid in, we don't tend to think much about all the processes behind that product. But there is a huge gain to be had if you, for example, electrify those processes and bring down CO2 emissions. Uh,
4: I've, got, I've got issues. Keep reading. Yeah,
1: well, I haven't given you the punchline yet. The crib was a symbolic choice. Our ambition is to enable fossil-free life within one generation. Uh. So for us, it felt like a natural step to make something for the next generation to sleep in and hopefully wake up a world where fossil-free is the standard and not the exception.
4: What is oh, that going nice. to cost us? Want to so know what that costs yeah. to build that crib? Tell me.
1: Anybody want to take a shot at it? I'm going
3: to start at,
1: I would say, two grand. $28,885. <laughs> I was a
3: little off. I was a little off.
2: I thought I was high too. You know $29,000. I'm having twins. I'll take two. Yeah. 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 Here's Holy my
4: issues. I circled a bunch of what items on there. A bunch here.
2: of fruitcakes. Yep.
4: Electric chainsaw. Number one, if it's. It doesn't matter if it's electric or battery-powered. How is the electricity made in order to charge those batteries? Okay. Well, not to
1: mention, what would the casing of it be? Right. Plastic? which elect- was a fossil fuel product? The electric van. How yeah. is that charged? Right. And plus, uh, wouldn't that be made of steel and have rubber tires? Somewhere, and, yeah. yeah. Correct. Correct.
4: Um, fossil-free. They didn't want to use cotton because they didn't want to use um, the transport. They vehicle. couldn't
1: get it there without
4: using a gas-powered the th- the boat. The thing with har- harvesting either cotton and or flax you're probably using a combine that combine probably running on diesel and then the third paragraph we mentioned electric train and electric car again how are they uh how are they um, where is that electricity coming right from? where coal they fired. they charging it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and then finally uh electrifying those processes can bring down co2 emissions uh not if the electricity is coal um generated so.
1: Twenty-eight thousand eight hundred and eighty-five bucks
4: for this ding-ding crib, and I would say they tried to go fossil-free, and I'm pretty sure they failed. I think so too, e- e- even if accidentally. I, think I don't so think too. they did. I don't <laughs> think,
3: think, think, think so they too. Be, uh, achieved success. That after was a twenty-eight thousand.
2: A fun article. It really was. <laughs> uh, will you send it to me, Kenny? So I could because I know GLers are going to want to read it. No, they're not. Oh, Kevin's yes. I That's the co- I already sent I mean, it to you. You printed it. I know, but I deleted it. I'll Here. find it. I'll Here. find it. I'll
3: find it. Here it is. Here. That one's a clean version because Kenny circled at
2: other spots. Okay, it's here's what I love about you two so much. What? I said, can you send it to me? So I can post it, it to- on the GL Facebook page. I think we did <laughs> These good These idiots handed me the Such. printed copy. Oh, there it is. Hold we on, hold good. on. There tape a, tape, it, to tape it to the computer screen. Tape it to the computer screen. Welcome
3: to our world. He's gonna put it on his Facebook wall. Just put it up on the wall like Great. the lady on TV.
4: Such I'm gonna hop in my gas-powered truck and drive the hell out of this town. So
2: wait a minute, if I wanted to grill uh, uh, Gronhofer's wieners in my garage, could I get a flamethrower at Fratz?
1: No. Oh probably get a propane torch. Oh, okay. There we Not go. Not a flamethrower, you moron. <laughs> oh, I'm going to melt the What do you snow. think? They sell
2: movie props at oh, Fratellonis? Yeah. Hell
3: yes. Hell <laughs> it's yeah. It's a great
1: flamethrower scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Could I get that at France? No. Oh, okay. Can no. you
3: buy movies at France? But
1: You know what the boost. temperatures this weekend expected to be? What they'll be? I'll be making a hard store, uh, hardware store run, and mm-hmm. if I do, it'll be the Frats.
3: Amen to that. Brandon
1: Dale is my location. And
3: while you're sitting out there grilling, and once you to listen to the podcast, find all the podcasts that you would like to at podmn.com, specifically Garage Logic.